I just kind of felt I knew that I was going to be an artist and I wasn't doing it. And I've wanted to be an artist my whole life and I haven't done anything about that. If I want to do that and not regret my whole life, I need to start now. So I did. Now I'm doing activities that I really love. I'm, yeah, stepped into my feminine a lot more. I didn't even really know what being in my feminine really meant, but it seems like it's quite feminine on my Instagram. But I actually see that like behind the scenes, I've been up until maybe four months ago, I've been very in my masculine around like business and running my Instagram and like painting and like been very, very driven and I've been, you know, go, go, go. And I actually gave myself adrenal fatigue and totally burned out. And that was the signal for me to like step into my feminine and slow down and actually listen to what's going on inside my body. And the answer has been slow down and it's been amazing actually. Your lifelong passions, dreams, and aspirations. Your joys and creative spurs. Your femininity. Your success. All in one place. This is Girl Skill with your host, Anna Rova. Hi, ladies. So before I let you listen to another awesome episode on Girl Skill Podcast, I want to share with you some very, very exciting news. Something that I've been working on for the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, in fact, for the last couple of years. <laughs> and this is a video training, a one hour, actually 75 minute video training that is called The Lie of Female Success and How It's Keeping You Stuck, Unfulfilled and Draining, Redefining Femininity Work and Play with Anna Rova, aka me. You can sign up for this training at www.girlskill.com slash webinar. Again, it's girlskill.com slash webinar. And this is really my life's work, so to say. What you will hear in this training is actually everything that I've discovered through my own personal journey, as well as reading tons of books and going through courses and, and ju just really being on a quest to define what femininity is together with masculinity and a lot of things, what are the problems we're dealing with and how we as women can redefine our version of success and how we honestly live in a lie of female success. And this is not only my personal experience, but also the experience of many women I've worked with who went through my trainings and thousands of thousands of discussions that I have with women all over the world, as well as men. As you know, I've interviewed men as well. So what you learn in this training, again, you can go to girlskill.com slash webinar. Here's the things you'll learn. The modern female epidemic that's keeping women confined, unhappy and fulfilled and unfulfilled. Where the journey to success actually begins and how did we all get here? The essential forgotten element to any woman's successful life. The secret to attracting, sustaining and magnifying the relationship that you want the true power and definition of femininity and masculinity, and the number one reason for feeling numb, stuck in your head and sexually asleep. And really, in these six things that I mentioned, I will share with you, and this encompasses everything I know, how I went from being numb, disconnected, anxious, constantly in this hurry and trying to do it all, to actually being deeply connected to myself as a woman, Understanding what true femininity is, embracing my feminine cycle, being more relaxed and joyful. Traveling the world, rediscovering my own version of success and doing something that I love. Understanding men and rediscovering men and attracting a creative and amazing relationship with my husband and ultimately, you know, creating a family. And I believe truly that the result of this work has brought me to where I am today in my relationship, in my marriage and also in getting pregnant. <laughs> Reconnecting to my body cultivating a sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more 
without apologizing for it, making decisions from the heart, starting to do less, feeling alive and radiant, and finally, realizing that femininity is great power that is deeply misunderstood by the world and women themselves. So if this resonates with you, girlfriend, go to girlskill.com slash webinar, sign up for the webinar, and I can't wait for you to watch it. Hi, girlfriends, and welcome to another awesome episode of Girl Skill Podcast. Before I talk to you about my guest today and the subject that we're going to talk about, which is going to be painting your own vagina and basically vagina therapy, I quickly wanted to remind you, for those of you who haven't signed up for my free live female success training, I highly encourage you that you go and sign up for it. It's at girlskill.com slash webinar. I tell you all about the lie of female success and how it's keeping us stuck and unfulfilled and what you can do about it today. I share with you my journey of how I stepped from, you know, being hyper-masculine, go, go, go into my feminine journey and attracted the men of my dreams and created a family and basically all the practices that I did and what you can do as well in your life today. So that's at girlskill.com slash webinar. Go ahead and sign up. And this is how you'll also keep in touch with me. I send out weekly emails about amazing podcast episodes like this one and also my writings and all that good stuff. All right, let's talk about Stephanie Rose Freeman. Um, She's an Australian visionary artist creating soulful oil paintings depicting erotic spirituality and radiant, empowered human beings. She's based in Melbourne and lives in her bus home, and she's exploring themes around empowered sexuality through her luscious erotic oil paintings and commissioned vulva portraits. Her paintings feature radiant humans basking in their sexual essence with flowers bursting out of them, often incorporating sacred geometry and energetic circuitry to hint at the energetic side of sexuality. Circuitry? What the hell is that? I need to figure that out. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so yes, go to her uh, Instagram while we're talking. It's stephanie.rose.freeman. It's also in the show notes episode 115 and highly, highly recommend an incredible woman. So here's what we talked about with Stephanie, basically about her, you know, she, she shares with us this idea of how she actually transformed from, you know, always wanted to be an artist to actually doing it and kind of redefining this idea of the starving artist. So now she's doing what she loves and she's considering herself very successful. She shares with us some of the highs and the lows that she's been on this journey. And then of course, we jump into talking about the yoni painting ritual that she does one-on-one with women. We talk about what happens in a session, why she's doing it, and why this is pretty much called vagina therapy. Well, I called it this way, but the benefits, the learning is about it, and just an incredible journey. We talked about Stephanie's womanhood journey because I... I truly see that she's a woman who is embracing her sexuality, her femininity and all of that. So she shares with us practically what is she doing every day to continue stepping on this journey and why this journey is so much better than what she's been experiencing before and all the results that she's seeing in her personal and professional life. And stay until the end, of course, because Stephanie is going to share with us some five actually amazing women to follow in the fields of sexuality, embodiment and femininity, as well as three books that she really, really loves and recommends for us to read. And uh, that would be pretty much it. Enjoy this vagina therapy conversation. I'll see you at the end. Girl skill. Female success redefined. I'm very excited to welcome Stephanie Rose Freeman to Girl Skill Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) You're so shy. Hello. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, Stephanie, before we go into this subject, which is fascinating, uh, we're going to talk today about painting your pussy. 
and erotic spirituality and everything goes along with it, I have a couple of fun questions for you. So let's dive straight in. Stephanie, what is your superpower? I guess besides painting pussies. Mm. My superpower is to be able to interact with pretty much anybody. A good way of relating to people. Mm, that's a great superpower to have. Yeah, I wish more of us had it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, what is the one thing that you cannot live without? Mm, my computer. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you had a tattoo, where and what would it be? Oh, I have a few tattoos. My favorite one is of a Egyptian pot. It's on my ankle. Mm, amazing. What other tattoos do you have? Um, I've got the Vesica Pisces, which is two circles interlocking inside one of my elbows. I've got a mandala on my back and I've also got a triangle on one of my toes, which was so painful. Ooh, I, oh gosh, I can only imagine. <laughs> well, any, any plans for other tattoos in the future? I definitely will, but I don't know what they're going to be yet. I just kind of like allow it to come. Yeah, that's true. Tattoos are like that. I mean, it really depends. Some people really plan it. Others are like, oh, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Who is the one person dead or alive that you'd love to have dinner with? The first name that pops to mind is Marilyn Monroe. So I'm going to go with that. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> love it. Uh, what is your biggest fear? Failure. Mm, okay. What's your astrological sign and how are you using it every day? Mm, I'm a Gemini. I'm actually a double Gemini um, with the moon in Pisces. And I think that's actually mm. a part of the being able to interact with people really easily. And also like, yeah, Gemini energy is very mercurial and like very technology, which is why I love like computer and tech and Photoshop and all that kind of thing. And then the Pisces part is deep feeling and the mystical side. Mm, beautiful. All right, let's get to the questions. Stephanie, tell me, what is femininity for you? Deep connection to self. Mm. Ease and slowness and honoring. Yeah, it's, there's a lot to do with slowness for me about it, actually. Like, I'm really stepping into that at the moment, just like really stepping into my feminine, really stepping into my slowness and my softness. It doesn't have to be slow all the time, but that's how it's manifesting for me right now because I've been so go, 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 go. And now it's like, okay. Back yeah. into the feminine. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. And uh, do you consider yourself successful and why? Yes, because I'm living the life that I could never have even dreamed of, actually. And I know it's only just starting. So, yeah, I definitely do. Mm. I'm really proud of myself. Mm. Beautiful. And on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you about life right now and why? Oh my God, 10. Absolutely, 10. Yeah, I think it comes back to the same thing. It's like just living in a way that's aligned and like chasing my dreams and doing life in a way that really lights me up and turns me on. And yeah, absolutely 10. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, well, actually, now is the chance to introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do. And also tell us, how are you living this life that you never dreamed of? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Stephanie Rose Freeman and I'm an erotic artist. So aside from making erotic art, I also do digital art. I'm creating an oracle deck. I do commissioned yoni paintings. I also teach online courses and paint your own pussy, paint your empowered pussy course. Yeah, I. how did I get into doing it? I just kind of felt, I, I knew that I was going to be an artist and I wasn't doing it. And then I was going through this process called the spiral a few years ago, maybe like four years ago. And I got halfway through and I was like, oh my God, like I've wanted to be an artist my whole life and I haven't done anything about that. 
if I want to do that and not regret my whole life, like I need to start now. And so I did. And now I'm doing like full time being an artist and like living, just living in a way that's super aligned. Like I'm doing activities that I really love. I'm living with people that I really love. And I also live in a bus. So I live, I live in a bus on the same property as an awesome share house. The share house is known as the womb and there's four women who live there. Um, so there's five of us in total living. Did you say the womb? Yeah, it's called the womb. Oh my God, yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's like, And it really is a womb. Like it, it's such a safe space. Yeah, it's an incredible home that we've created together. So yeah, there's real, real beauty in my life at the moment. So not to say that it's not hard sometimes. Like that's absolutely like part of it but yeah especially when uh instagram is uh banning your pictures Ugh. and banning your posts <laughs> your oh profile my god <laughs> it's like the bane of my life <laughs> so what's happening like you're posting this so everyone listening uh we're now at stephanie um it's stephanie rose freeman uh well you you've you've got to the backup and, and the one so basically go to the show notes and check out stephanie's instagram but i know that you've yeah. been quite a journey so what's been happening well sometimes it's bots that like pick up on my images because so I paint quite realistically so they think that it's a photo and like sexual photos aren't really allowed on Instagram Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's bots that pick that up because it looks like a photo sometimes it's people that get offended and report it and then they get taken down so I work Mm -hmm. with like both the masculine and the feminine and I've found actually that the feminine paintings that I've done even if they have like full vagina in them they haven't been taken down even close-up ones they don't get taken down but the masculine ones get reported and shut down and like it's like the world is not okay with seeing the empowered masculine just yet or like the sexual masculine yeah penis Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting. It's really uh-huh. fucking annoying, actually. But, you know, that's okay. We're dealing with it. Yeah, I can only imagine. I've interviewed quite a few women, you know, in this sexuality realm. And, uh, yeah, I know they're having problems with Instagram. And, yeah, it must be so annoying. But literally, your your account is amazing. And, and you, you paint as if that would be... Um, a photo so you know I've been reading uh, a few of your posts but uh let's just finish off I want to really finish off with this idea of you know you said you always wanted to be a painter and I know you mm. talk about you know this idea of the starving artist uh which is gone basically today and I've interviewed a few quite a few women who actually probably even in the past you know weren't able to and probably you even weren't able to make a living or whatever mm. you know being an artist and now there's just so many opportunities and you know just pathways available to do that so Mm -hmm. tell us just a little bit so my first question is how did you know you always wanted to be an artist and then second how did you actually make it happen for yourself and and Mm. you mentioned the spiral I'm actually not familiar with it and what what would you say differentiates your journey from let's say all of the starving artists out there so if Mm. anybody's listening who always wanted to be an artist but they're like ah you know you can never make money with this or whatever like tell us what, what would you tell them Mm. Okay, so the first question was, what? how did I know that I was going to be an artist? How did Correct? you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had always created when I was younger. I was always drawing and painting a little bit, but it was more drawing that I was doing, I think probably because it was less messy and I was a bit of a mess. And 
Then when I was about from about 18 to about 24, I just didn't do any of it. And I, I like fully shut down that side of myself when I was like partying and taking drugs and having all sorts of fun, which was great, but I totally forgot my creativity. And then, yeah, I had a bit of a shift when I did this process called the spiral, which is kinesiology based process of like removal of all the shit that holds us back. And it's absolutely amazing. I'm actually going to become a practitioner of it at some point soon, probably in January next Mm. year. Yeah. And I was doing that and it was just like that veil that was holding me to, oh, I can't be an artist was totally lifted. And I was like, this is my soul's purpose. Like I need to do this. Like there's no other option to do this. I'm going to wither away and become something that I'm not if I don't pursue this like deepest calling inside me. So I did. Yeah, I went to art school for a year because I thought that I couldn't do what I wanted to do and I very quickly realised that I could actually do what I wanted to do and the art school was actually really stifling and squishing me and really, really uninspiring actually. And so I quit art school and then I just went off and did my thing. It's been amazing. It's been really like it's been a huge, huge journey with like epic highs and epic lows. Like it's definitely not been... Mm a um, stable journey but it's been a like amazing adventure really and doing to on the like starving artist piece so living in a bus has been really good for me because my overheads aren't as high and you have your whole studio in this bus I right do. like I'm looking at your picture and like yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's possible for me to do that but I also have a studio space in the house <laughs> that I live with and it's just easier because then I can okay. have it all set up all the time but yeah, I can do it in the bus. And yeah, it's just great to have that space that's like, you know, it's low rent and it's like, it's a small space. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you about the highs and lows? Could you share with us maybe one of your mm. highs that you mm. remember from like when you stepped on this journey and then mm. maybe your highest high and the lowest low, if you remember? Oh yeah, great. That's a good question. I'll start with the highest high was when I um, painted the painting The Vestibule, which you've probably seen. It's a... Mm woman with her legs open it's actually me um with the church around her vagina and the vesica pisces around the entrance to the church slash vagina which was like completely a channeled painting i received it in one moment all at once it was like okay go paint this and i did that and it painted it so quickly which is not really like me it was like it just wanted to be here so badly Yeah, then I put it on the internet and it went fucking crazy, like went like viral and I haven't even sold a painting and I'm not going to, but I've made the most money off of that painting that I ever have made off of anything, just off of selling prints. Wow. Yeah, it's been such an incredible journey to to just like, and it's been a journey. How much is that print, the the vestibule? Um, the prints are one ninety seven Australian for A two and then three fifty Australian for A one. Yeah, and I've got about half oh, left it. in A2 and I've got a bunch of A1s. And then the lowest low? The lowest low was I think when I was travelling in Tasmania in 2017, I just realised my like complete denial of my financial situation up until then and like it just all came crashing down on me that I had been absolutely ignoring this like incredibly important part um, because it was too painful 
And yeah, I just had this epic meltdown, which was like amazing actually, because then it made me do something about it. But yeah, there was definitely a moment of like despair and like, what the fuck have I done? But yeah, now it's like put me on this path of like really, I've been working on my money story for like two years. Yeah. And it's like, it's paying off. Like I can really feel that the, yeah, working on my money story and working with a financial coach and like you know, really decoding all of that stuff is really awesome. And it's like a continuous journey, really. But yeah, it's been amazing. Mm, Absolutely. And don't we all have to work on our money story, but especially if you're an artist, I feel like this limiting belief of, you know, oh, you know, you can never make money as a painter or or a musician or whatever. Like, it's so important. I've done my own work on the money story. And in fact, you know, right now I'm increasing my prices by by like 60% and it's fucking scary. But at the same time, I know it's worth it. And it's like, oh my goodness, how do I do this? (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's that's the work. All right. Awesome, Stephanie. Uh, Thanks so much for sharing that. Now let's um, switch or let's shift gears and talk about vaginas. That's what we're here for. That's what I wanted to talk to you about because basically, I mean, besides, you know, uh, what you shared with me doing courses and you also do digital art and everything, but I really want to focus on this ritual, basically, that you offer, paint your own vagina or you paint uh, women's vaginas. You actually say it's a very healing kind of transformational session. Tell us how how did it start and what does it entail? And I, I'm assuming by now you've seen and painted, I don't know, how many vaginas? Are you keeping track? Are you keeping track on vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, actually. Yeah, it's amazing. So it's called the Only Painting Ritual. I don't know really how it started. I just kind of was like, I, I want to paint vaginas. I want to paint women's vaginas and I want to paint them live and I want to like hold that space for women. And I did the first one. And the woman who I did it for was like, Steph, do you know how powerful this is? Like, are you getting this? Are you like, are you hearing how incredible this experience was for me? And I, yeah, I walked out of that session just buzzing. Like, yeah, so what happens in a session is, so it's a one-on-one ritual um, between me and another woman in person, or I can do it via photo, which is slightly different, but also there's a ritual aspect as well. But I'll talk about the one-on-one more because that's my favorite. Yeah, one-on-one, we come into the space, we do a bit of a drop-in, like meditation, and then we do some kind of a ritual around, like, it's kind of whatever whatever comes through in the moment, but it's a ritual around maybe letting go of shame and, like, calling in whatever they want to be embodying and just allowing the space for that magic to drop in. And after that process, which can involve many different things, I leave the room and then I allow the woman to get undressed in, like, a really honoring way and maybe watch herself get undressed in the mirror or just however Mm. she feels like is a beautiful way to do that and then yeah I come back into the space and I paint her vulva alive on a canvas which takes maybe two to three hours and sometimes it can be just chit-chatting the whole time sometimes they're deep in meditation sometimes they're in like they go into like an orgasmic state sometimes there's tears sometimes there's like anger frustration like any it's just this space where like these emotions are just able to be brought up and processed and then released while I'm doing the painting it's kind of through the painting as well and then um, I show the painting to them at the end and that's like my favorite part honestly like it's 
It's just <laughs> so amazing watching their face being like, oh, my God, is that really what I look like? Am I really that beautiful? Like, oh, my God, I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. I had so much shame around my vagina or, or like anything. But like that's a really common reaction. Mm. So my first question is uh, what have you learned about women's vulvas just like painting? How, how many have you painted like approximately if you would guess? I reckon I've painted maybe 20, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so within yeah. the 20 vulva, an intimate experience, like they were literally talking about, yeah. you said, what, two, three hours, let's say 40 to 60 hours looking at a, a women's vagina. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned? What have you learned about vulvas and, and women? Mm. Well, the number one thing I've learned is that they're all different and all so beautiful in their own way. And I've also... The other big thing that I've learned is that pretty much every single woman has shame around that part of themselves and has been told that it's like ugly or that there's something wrong with it or like, yeah, there's just like societal shame of like, you know, there's so many horrible words around out there for vagina. Even that kind of sinks in and becomes conditioning. Yeah, there's a lot of collective shame around vulva. And what what she looks like and everything. So that's a really big piece that I've learned. And yeah, I think through seeing so many beautiful, diverse vulvas and sharing, pardon me, and sharing them, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's really healing for people to see. It's healing for me, and it's healing for anybody who comes into contact with these images because they're like, oh my god, that looks like me. I'm normal. Oh my god, I'm normal. Thank God. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty vulnerable experience. Like I, you know, I imagine like if I came to you, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, first up, I need to shave. Second up, I need to look pretty. And then how do I, I don't know, it's a bit crazy. Like how do, like even when I go to a massage session, for example, I imagine a lot of women, you know, you kind of get undressed and, and well, I got over it, but it's fine. But then here you literally like open up your legs and another woman is staring at your vagina for two, three hours. So that's a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> what can you tell us about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely like, for me, it's about creating a safe space and like a really non-judgmental space, which actually happens in the, like before the woman takes her clothes off, you know, there's like a real, mm. like a trust that needs to be built um, and a just a comfortable energy and like a really accepting energy that really needs to be in the space for a woman to be able to like show herself and yeah it's really different depending on the women some women are just like yeah great straight away like open their legs but other women it's like yeah it's a process Mm. and like it's about me holding a really easeful space for them to be in that process and to move through that process. And yeah, it always ends in them being like, oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah, I can imagine it's a pretty empowering experience. So tell us more about this. So you said the reactions were like, oh my God, is that me? How is that healing in a way? Mm. Would you describe it as healing? Like, Definitely. How would you describe the woman? So first of all, who are these women who are coming to you? Because I guess that it's a special type of a woman who do this. And how would you describe her before entering your studio and then mm. leaving your <laughs> studio with her painting? <laughs> Walking proudly with her vagina painted. Yeah. <laughs> So they're usually women who are like on the on the path of sexuality and they may have done, you know, like yoni mapping, yoni massage or like be doing some kind of feminine sexuality work already and be kind of familiar in that space. And how they are when they come in, 
is like there's usually some nerves and there's some like kind of buzzy energy and yeah then it's like that quite dissipates quite quickly once we're in the space because the space is very set you know there's like incense and candles and like warmth and Mm. lushness and just like a space that like is very inviting for relaxation and then yeah by the end of it there's like pretty much always this epic vibrancy and this feeling of being seen and this like newfound appreciation for her vulva like not everyone has like even looked at their vulva you know like some people don't know what they look like so to see yourself not just through a mirror but through the eyes of an artist who's like literally seeing like the beauty in them and putting that into a canvas um, I think there's real magic in in that absolutely and what do they do with these paintings after Mm, uh, put them on the wall yeah as far as I know friends of mine (laughs) I guess you don't share it on Facebook or Instagram or do they has somebody shared it people haven't shared their own paintings as far as I know but I've had people comment yeah. on their paintings on my on my Instagram and like talking to the people who are like commenting on it. I haven't had anyone be like, "This is my vulva." With like, that's a pretty vulnerable thing to do, and I know that because I have done that with my painting the vestibule. Yeah. My friend said that she's got hers in her entranceway of her house. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> right? The only thing I'm thinking about: well, what about what about family and friends that are like casually visiting you, or like some post doorman or whatever? You know, it's pretty intimate. Yeah, it's like a kind of like how, how yourself can you be in front of these people, like unashamedly yourself? Yeah, tell me a bit more about so I know on one of your Instagram posts you actually mentioned um like the vulva of the vagina is actually the whole universe how do you explain that tell me more about that well I feel like all of us are made up of the whole universe like I could say that my hand is the whole universe as well I could also say like the vulva is like the portal between you know the inside world and the outside world it's the portal between the births life into the world that creates human babies and also like projects like I feel like that like it's still it's the same kind of energy this like gestation in the womb and this like birthing out into the world like there's a real sense of um yeah I think what I'm saying with the vulva as a whole universe is like actually the vulva is the portal to and from the universe the like cosmic download or the or the baby or the conception in whatever way to the rest of the world to the outside world yeah. the 3d world mm. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful yeah. so if uh, you know a woman listening and is intrigued uh by this and then perhaps has a sense of oh maybe i should do this you know what what would you tell her because i think most i mean even i now thinking about it i have my own reservations about it i'm like oh i'm not sure i i would like to try it but it's a bit weird like what would you tell uh, to all of us who are on the edge of, you know, getting such an experience? First of all, I'd tell them that they're safe, like safe to be in, like be in wanting to do it and also to be in not wanting to do it. Like there's a real, yeah, there's a real potency in also being like, actually, no, this is not an experience that I want to have. But if the answer is yes, that this is something I want to do and also I'm afraid, the answer is for me is you're safe with me like yeah this is absolutely a safe space to be in however like however you feel like if there's if there's tears then great if you want to scream and rage great if you want to go into an orgasmic state great if you want to talk as if we're sitting on the couch next to each other great 
yeah, it's definitely you're safe. That's what I would say. Hmm. And with the screaming and the the you said uh, the the crying, how does that happen? Like, do they just lay down there and go into their own meditative state, or through the talk, or it's almost like therapy? I guess you go for two three hours to kind of <laughs> vagina therapy. Totally, it totally is. It, I think it's kind of like that kind of emotion is quite self directed. It will probably be brought up through whatever we're talking about at the time. And yeah, if there's something that comes up that brings up some kind of emotion, like invitation for me is always to like feel the emotion and just let the emotion out rather than keep it in and bottle it and have it store somewhere weird in the body. For me, like I really, I'm a real advocate for like really deeply feeling, this is like me in my own life as well, like deeply feeling whatever emotion is arising in me if it's safe to do so like I'm not gonna like start bawling my eyes out in if I'm in the middle of the city but like if there's a safe space to like you know go back into my home and have a cry or like laugh like a crazy person or like you know really deeply feel whatever's happening inside of me I'm gonna do that because I know that that's really healthy for me yeah, that kind of expression is very self-directed by the women. Yeah, because I can just—I just imagine you know lying there with your legs open and somebody literally intensely staring mm. at my vagina for about <laughs> two three hours. That's that's pretty uncomfortable, and that's he- like nobody has ever done that. Like even yeah. you know with with the men that we are, there's no staring at or there's no looking. There's just oh you know playing or. Or kissing or whatever, you know, there's no like intense looking for a few hours. So that's, uh, yeah, I can imagine that emotion might pop out. And wow. Well, so it's, it's a whole like, it's an integrative experience, I suppose. So it's not just about the painting, like it's literally how you call it a ritual, which is pretty empowering. Awesome. Well, uh, Stephanie, I want to switch gears again and talk a little bit about you because I know that you call yourself a witch. And uh, so you're an artist, witch, and a painter, and you're in love with wildflowers. And I know this image of, you know, a hand within the flower, which represents the vulva, is is very present in your work. And I also noticed that you're very clearly central in your femininity, in your sexuality, in your womanhood. You know, I see that you're wearing lots of like sexy lingerie and a lot of skirts, and there's this whole like spiritual kind of. So for me, you represent a woman who is in touch with her own uh, womanhood and, and, you know, the feminine essence and you wear flowers and, and all of that. And, you know, my mission here on Girl Skill is to interview women more like that, that saying, you know, this message of stepping into... So I don't see masculine, much masculine energy here, you know, you're you're just flowing and you're in your own being and you're wearing all of these sexy central things and skirts and dresses. And so tell me a little bit about that. Were you always like this or when have you stepped on this journey and, and what, what has it done for you? Mm, I wasn't, definitely wasn't always like that. I definitely, up until maybe four-ish years ago, I wasn't really owning my feminine at all. It was very... I didn't even really know what that term like being in my feminine really meant. But then I stepped into this like portal of self-development and sacred sexuality work and la la la, which is like really, really big in Melbourne. Like there's an amazing, huge community of the tantra community slash conscious community is really big and really thriving. And there's a lot of workshops and there's a lot of events and there's Mm. just so much that we can do. So I really dove right into that and continue to dive right into that and yeah stepped into my 
feminine a lot more. But interesting that you say that it seems like it's quite feminine on my Instagram, but I actually see that like in the behind the scenes part, I've been up until maybe four months ago, maybe even less than that, maybe three, I've been very in my masculine around like business and running my Instagram and like painting and like been very, very driven and I've been very, very, um, you know, go, go, go. And I actually gave myself adrenal fatigue and mm. total, totally burned out. And that was the signal for me to like step into my feminine and like slow down and actually listen to my, like what's going on inside my body. And yeah, just really, yeah, the, the answer has been slow down and it's been amazing actually. Mm-hmm. So how are you planning to, because, you know, we're exploring here the subjects of how do we balance, because I understand, like, I think any woman understands that when you run your own business and you have clients and everything, I'm in the same way. Like a lot of the times I have to be in my, like now I'm in my masculine thinking, you know, what what questions to ask you? Are we talking about what we're supposed to be talking and all of that? So in your own experience, how do you balance the two and how do you switch between the two in your work, personal life? And so, so it all doesn't give us fatigue. And, you know, how do we lead in a feminine way and live our lives where we're, we are in flow and we are in that feminine essence, I suppose, and we run our businesses from that energy? Um, I think that's something that I'm really learning right now. So I can't really give a super definitive answer, but I can tell you what I've been learning for myself, which mm-hmm. has been... Yeah, the masculine part of me is really good at the business thing and the marketing and the like uh, editing photos and planning my Instagram and like doing website and all of that. And that, that side's really developed and it can kind of almost run on its own now. So yeah, for me, it's been about like threading into that like day where I will be either on the computer or whether I'll be painting or doing something else, like um, threading into that activities that drop me into my feminine like having a bath or going for a walk or just lazing around like I've been doing like this is a quite recent thing but like I've been doing a lot more lazing and like just being really which has not been something that I've allowed myself to do pretty much ever and it's been actually the piece that has healed the adrenal fatigue has been yeah just really allowing myself to just be also something that drops me into my feminine is dancing. I absolutely freaking love dancing, stretching. Yeah, just these receptive kind of activities like bathing is actually my number one. I freaking love having a bath and what, like maybe I'll watch a movie in the bath. Maybe I'll have like a coffee scrub or um, something like that. But I like may, at least once a week, if not two, if not more. I absolutely love bathing. Mm, beautiful. And what have been the results of these, all of these activities and dropping in your feminine? Have you seen the results in your personal and business life as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really have. It's been freaking awesome, actually. Like to get to this point where, like, I couldn't go any further because I was just so adrenally fucked, basically, to have to drop everything and just surrender and to build that energy back up. Since doing that, I've noticed. I've got more sexual energy. I'm feeling more pleasure just in my day. My intuition's more activated. I'm feeling a lot more aligned in like what I'm actually doing. Like I, I had to drop a few projects that I'd created when I was in this like very masculine place. And I just had like, I came to this point where I was like, I can't actually do these things anymore. They're not honoring to me. 
dropped them. And then these other projects came in that were like so much more aligned and felt so, so much better. One of which is doing an online course. Another one of which is creating an Oracle deck, which is a very new project, but Mm. feels good to share Mm -hmm. about that. But yeah, it's really, it's definitely impacted me in such a positive way. My body's like thanking me so much. And I can tell that this is just the start of the real feminine opening for me. Mm, Beautiful. And have you noticed any change in how like men are interacting with you? I guess if you're heterosexual, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. of uh, (laughs) which direction you (laughs) lean towards. But have you noticed any changes there? All directions. (laughs) All directions. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure, actually, because I've been very in. I've been like almost in hibernation Mm. for this period where I've been jumping back in. So I don't actually know. It's going to be interesting once I like emerge back out into the world a little bit more to see what, yeah, what Mm. happens. Mm, Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing that with us because, you know, I've done the same, just been stepped like this whole project you know girl skill and coaching and everything it's just I I've seen the changes in my life and you know attracting the men that I love and creating a family and just being and tuning into myself and oh it's just such an incredible journey and once you step on it you're like what have I been doing all my life you know mm. I don't want to go back to mm-hmm. whatever I've been doing because you know, this is so much better so much in the flow so much ease as you've been beautifully describing and now you're like painting vaginas you know yeah, so totally, <laughs> helping totally. other women uh, um, get into that awesome it's time for tools and resources on girl skill well this has been a great conversation stephanie thank you so much we just have uh, one little segment to go through to end the right. um, interview and that is about people and books that you recommend so we're going to start with mm-hmm. um, some of the people that maybe you follow online or find inspirational that y'all love to share with us Mm, oh my god I've got so many all right let's go <laughs> <laughs> one of which is a friend of mine Shani Marie um I think she's Shani Marie oh I've interviewed her yeah great definitely her Vanessa Florence founder of Dancing Eros which is a very transformational journey that I went on a few years ago so yeah Vanessa Florence Dancing Eros love Michaela Boehm I know you've interviewed her as well I really yes, really yeah. vibe with her and her work and her no bullshit approach mm-hmm reading her book I'm kind of reading it I've read half of it and then I put it back on the shelf the wild woman's Um, way yeah yeah it's amazing (laughs) oh my god um who else do I a woman named Mangala Holland she's in my field at home also Zafiria Bell she's someone who I'm receiving coaching from at the moment who's like really really helping me to drop back into the my feminine and intuition particularly in business and money and all mm. that kind of thing. Well, that's that's plenty, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, that's a good list. Yeah. Thank you. And for all the listeners, we're going to have all of these amazing women in the show notes, and perhaps I'm going to interview some of them. We'll oh, see. Yeah, great. All right, Stephanie. And what are some of the books that you found transformational that you'd love to recommend? Mm. There's a book that I'm actually coming back to at the moment, and it's called Am I Going Mad? It's a absolutely incredible book. It's called Am I Going Mad? And then the the tagline is The Unsettling Phenomena of Spiritual Evolution. And it helped me go through like a really huge awakening that I had like maybe three or four years ago. It's funny, I keep on mentioning like four years ago, from four years ago till now, there was like a really big (laughs) shift that happened for me around that time. Um, And it did send me a bit crazy actually. Um, And that was a really, that book was such a, huge piece for me 
yeah, in being able to like go through that process. Mm-hmm. I've already spoken of The Wild Woman's Way. A book that I'm really loving at the moment is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really helping me to um, yeah be in this process of like surrendering to life and like trusting that the money is coming and like trusting that it's all like working out perfectly. And like I really am accessing so much more trust and abundance and ease through receiving her work as well. So yeah, I'm loving mm. that. Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Stephanie. So for everyone who wants to follow your work, which I highly recommend or even gets, uh, you know, wants to get on a private you and your painting ritual, Mm -hmm. uh, where can they find you and get in touch with you? Mm. So you can find me on Instagram at stephanie.rose.freeman. You can also find me, my website is stephanierosefreeman.com, which you'll find if you go on my Instagram, it's in my links. Yeah, you can contact me through any of those channels. I check all my messages. So, yeah. Awesome. Love it. So we're going to link to everything Stephanie mentioned and to the links, uh, you know, to all the books and everything. And so, Stephanie, I'm going to let you go with uh, one last message for all the women listening. Anything that you'd love to share or conclude um, based Mm -hmm. on everything we talked about? Yeah, I think the message that I really just want to get across is that all of you is beautiful. Like all of you is beautiful. Your vulva is beautiful. Yeah. There's deep magic hidden in that part of you. And yeah, I know that there's a lot of conditioning around that space for many of us and the work that I'm doing, I'm really feeling and seeing that that's just such a incredibly beautiful space of a, of a woman's body. And also like, yeah, if we're talking body, body image stuff, like, yeah, I really, I'm really feeling the all bodies are beautiful thing at the moment in all like not not just vaginas but like whole body like I'm really yeah really feeling that right now yeah the message is you're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) you are beautiful awesome all right well Stephanie you're beautiful and all the work you're doing is beautiful so thanks so much for coming to Girl Skill and I can't wait to release this episode so let's keep in touch and I wish you all the best you too thank you so much for having me All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did, please charge your karmic energy and share this episode with a girlfriend who perhaps really needs to paint her vagina and go for this experience or just listen to this amazing episode. I feel like all of us need to hear what Stephanie has to say about the fact that we're all beautiful and our vaginas and vulvas are, how would you just say, the doorway, the portal between the inside and the out and the portal into the universe. So all of the links and show notes are on episode 115 so girlskill.com slash 115 send that to your girlfriend or you can actually share it straight from your podcasting app and that would be it i hope you're running with the wolves as usual and just quickly girlskill.com slash webinar is where you can sign up for my free training of live female success if you're really interested on how to step on this journey of flow and radiance and just ease you know we all need to fucking chill out especially us as women and step into our femininity so that it's all easy and in flow and just beautiful. All right, that's at girlskill.com slash webinar and I'll see you next week with another awesome episode of Girl Skill Podcast.
Thank you for tuning in to Girl Skill. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher to never miss an episode. And never forget that your version of success is uniquely yours to live and experience. Until next time, let's continue redefining female success together. Girlskill.com. Female success redefined. Redefined.